Good morning, church. Praise the Lord. Today is a new day. It's uh, Palm Sunday, and we are rejoicing in the Lord. We are rejoicing. Praise God for His faithfulness. The Bible says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? So together, we're rejoicing in the Spirit, even though we can't get together right now in the flesh. But praise God for His faithfulness. There's a joy. There is a joy that... God has given His people. It's the joy of salvation. And uh, this morning I want to write, I mean, I want to read out from Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. This is the prophecy that the prophet uh, Zechariah made like, I don't know, four or five hundred years before Jesus showed up on the earth. And it it's, it's the, talks about Palm Sunday. It says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and endowed with salvation, humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So this morning, let's rejoice. Our king is coming. He is coming to us. Praise be to God. And he is with us in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. Our king is with us. You know, at the time, and it says in Luke chapter 19, it would, we can look at that and read that. And that's the place where um, talks about Palm Sunday when Jesus was coming into to Jerusalem. Before he reached Jerusalem, he was on a high hill overlooking the city. And it says, uh, let me read it. It says, as they, soon as he was approaching near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the miracles which they had seen, shouting, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. But some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But Jesus answered and said, I tell you, if these become silent, the stones will cry out. So when he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and he wept over it, saying, If you had known in this day, even you, the things which God made for peace, but now they have been hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will throw up a barricade against you and surround you and hem you in on every side and they will level you to the ground and your children within you and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. You know, that is what happened to Jerusalem. That's what happened to the city because Jesus was rejected. Israel rejected their king. He came to them. It was prophesied. The scriptures were foretelling of his coming. And the religious leaders, I'm sure they read the scriptures and they knew all about it. But they, they rejected him and they, because he did not have the look that they were looking for. You know, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 2 and 3, he talks about, he says, He has no stately form, talking about Jesus when his first coming, or majesty that we should look upon him. He didn't have an appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men. So Israel was looking for a king riding on a chariot, a gold chariot like the worldly kings, to come into the city and take over and run the Romans out of the city and out of Israel. But Jesus didn't come that way the first time he came. 
in his first coming, he came as a lowly, humble servant riding on a donkey. Can you imagine that? You see the king being praised as he's coming into Jerusalem. The people are praising him for all the mighty miracles they've seen. And he's riding on a donkey. But you know, things are going to change. On his second coming, when he comes back, he's coming mounted on a war horse. Amen. He's coming as the warrior king. And he's coming to conquer and take back the land. He's going to take back the earth. And he's going to rule and reign in Jerusalem forevermore so we're looking for that day we're looking for that time and we can, and having this understanding having this knowledge we can rejoice in our king and just um, be ready and be hopeful so in psalms 2 i want to read this from psalms 2 it's a psalm about god's decree over um, over the world and let me get it here in Psalms 2. He says, Why are the nations in an uproar, and the peoples devising a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, Let us tear their fetters apart and cast their cords from us. And he who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Let me just say this. You know, the whole world is in rebellion against God. All the nations, the peoples, they're devising ways how they can get away from the laws of God, how they can just pervert the laws. We already see it in our nation and other nations where the laws of God are being twisted and turned in such a way they're perverting, it. They're perverting our ways. And God is saying, hey, you can't do it. You're not going to be able to do it. He's devising a vain thing. God's going to intervene. I believe that. God is going to intervene. It said The Bible says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. And he says, he who sits in the heavens, that's God. He's sitting in the heavens. And the Lord scoffs at them. And he will speak to them in his anger and terrify them in his fury, saying, but as for me, I have installed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. This is God speaking about his son, Jesus Christ. He's installed him. He has declared him his son, and he's declared him as king of kings and the Lord of lords. God exalted Jesus, raised him from the dead on the day, uh, three days after Passover. He was raised from the dead, and for 40 days he walked on the earth, and he revealed himself to his disciples. And then he was taken up to heaven, and he sit, seated at the right hand of God the Father. And so God has already installed His King, Jesus. And that's and then He says, I will surely tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my Son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will surely give the nations as your inheritance, and the very ends of the earth as your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall shatter them like earthenware. Now therefore, O kings, show discernment. Take warning, O judges of the earth. Worship the Lord with reverence and rejoice with trembling. Do homage to the King, to the Son, that He not become angry and you perish in the way. For His wrath may soon be kindled. How blessed are all who take refuge in Him. So our God, He reigns. He reigns from the heavens. He's over all. And He has 
declared Jesus Christ his Son, risen from the dead, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And he is seated at the right hand of the Father right now, interceding on our behalf. And he says, Blessed, how blessed are all who take refuge in him. Praise be to God, church. Today we take refuge in our Lord. And I want to I want to uh, read from Psalms 91, a portion of Scripture on verse 14. And it talks about those who know His name. You know, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run into it and are saved. That's that's the Word of God. That, uh, that let me get that Psalm for you, so you can Psalms. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, it's Proverbs verse, Proverbs 18, verse 10, that says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We are safe in the name of the Lord. And you think about His name. To know His name is to know His character, His reputation. To have a good name is something that everyone sh should want to have, and a good reputation, right? What God is... Perfect. God is perfect in all His ways. His name, he, is, he watches and He has magnified His Word as His name. Because God has, He's the very creator of everything that is true and right and good and just. And His name has been exalted. His name is exalted above every other name. He says in Psalms 91 verse 14, it says, verse 14, it says, Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. So do we know his name today? The name of Jesus. Acts 4.12 says, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. It's only in His name that we are saved. It's only in the name of Jesus. It's not in any other name that we call upon. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to encourage us to call upon that name because there is safety in His name. There is all authority in His name. There is healing and deliverance in His name. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's what they were shouting out on Palm Sunday way back then when Jesus was riding on that donkey. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. In the authority of God Almighty, Jesus Christ came. He was submitted under authority to the Father. And we are to submit under the authority of the Son, in His name. That's why the Lord has given us His name to use in prayer and in and binding the enemy and rebuking the enemy and taking authority in our land and taking authority in our lives and casting the devil out. Amen? So as a church, as believers, we agree together. We agree together. There's power in agreement. As we pray, we're going to see great and mighty things. And I believe we're going to see this virus stomped out I sent a link, um, when was it, the other day, from a prophet. And you know, the Bible says in 2 Chronicles 20.20, I want to quote it, it says, Trust in the Lord, and you shall be established. Believe His prophets, and you will succeed. You know, we need to hear the good word of the Lord concerning the circumstances of life. We need to hear something good, because you're listening to the news all the time, you're hearing all the negative stuff that's going on, it's going to affect us. And we need to 
Yeah, we need to be aware, but we need to fill our hearts and fill our minds with the good Word of God, the good news of Jesus Christ. Let our hearts be lifted up in Him. Rejoice in Him in the midst of the trials. Rejoice and be glad in the Lord. And if you listen to that link, it's going to encourage you because God is faithful. God is faithful. And He said He won't do anything. It says in uh, Haggai, I believe, He won't do anything unless He reveals it first to the prophets. So today, let's rejoice and be glad in the Lord. To know His name. And what happens when you know His name? When you know that authority? You know His character? You're going to trust the Lord. Because when you know that he's, he's, He cannot lie. He is faithful to His word. His promises He's given us. And as we align ourselves with Him. Seek His kingdom and His righteousness. All these things shall be added. Even in the midst of the uh, famines. Even in the midst of pestilence. God provides for His people. He'll take care of us. It says in, yeah, I want to read verse 14 again. It says, Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. What a blessing. What a promise. Call upon him. He will answer us. Amen. Whatever it is, we call upon the name of Jesus today. And I want to just pray a prayer right now. Join me. God, we thank you, Lord, that we can call upon your name. Lord Jesus, the name above every name. You're above, your name is above cancer. Your name is above every pestilence. Your name is above everything, every power, every authority, every kingdom. And I thank you, Lord God. You said in your name, we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In your name we cast out demons. You said in your name, Lord, if we drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm us. I praise you today. I thank you for your mighty name, the mighty name of Jesus. That you came the first time on a donkey, Lord, but the second time you're coming. When you come again, you're coming as a mighty warrior riding on a war horse. And I thank you, God, for the hope the blessed hope that we know that you are coming, you are faithful and true, and you are the Word of God. And I praise you today, Lord God. I thank you for your church. We pray blessing, your shalom, peace on everyone today. I thank you, God, for grace, that you give grace to the humble and you resist the proud. You said, Lord, as we humble ourselves under your mighty hand, you shall exalt us in due season. As we take this time, Lord, during this period, we thank you, God, for your faithfulness to us. We, we, seek, we seek you with all our hearts, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself to each one of us. We give you all the glory today and praise. And Lord, I just thank you for keeping us safe in your name. In Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Amen. Amen, church. God bless you all. Have a great day. I'll see you and talk to you next time. Bye-bye.